Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to the A Word podcast. What is the A Word? The A Word symbolizes the censorship that comes with speaking about mental health and life experiences in general. This is a space where those censors do not exist and where we are able to have raw, real, and unfiltered conversations about mental health, spilling some tea about life, and sharing some laughs and cries along the way. Above all, we are here to have fun, do some self-care, and some loving on you. Welcome to the A Word. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the A Word podcast. Thank you so much for all the love that I have received. Please keep emailing me, DMing me, sharing with me your own stories. I love to connect. I love to continue to talk and really build relationships with you guys. It means the world to me um, and it means a lot more than you know. So thank you again. I really appreciate it. Before I get into today's podcast, I wanted to talk a little bit about my coaching services. I'm in the process of revamping my coaching program. And as a matter of fact, I have officially rebranded myself as a mindset alignment coach. A lot of things that I talk about focused on removing emotional shackles, realizing roadblocks and learning how to process emotions and learning how to process the things that we have been through so that we can step into the more aligned version of ourselves that we have always been, but might not have been able to see. And in that, as I am continuing to revamp my program, I am getting certified in NLP, which is Neuro Linguistic Programming, to also help you learn how to process emotions as well as emotional freedom tapping to help with limiting beliefs, feelings of anxiety, just so many different techniques that I can incorporate along with the other things that I'm already incorporating in my program to further help you guys get to that aligned mindset that is going to change your life mentally, emotionally, physically, career-wise, in every aspect, just one big giant remix of your life to level up. So I am so excited to share that with you. That program will be opening up for pre- pre-enrollment within two weeks. So be on the lookout for that. All right. So let's get into today's episode. Today's episode is about releasing perfection and embracing radical self-love and self-acceptance. I am 100% a recovering perfectionist. I have been the person that will beat themselves down to a pulp because they cannot do everything or everything is not right in my eyes from what I determined or what I decided was the best way to do everything and the best way to go about life as a whole. So I'm going to give you an example Throughout my law school career, I have been very critical of myself, not giving myself the leeway and the love to understand that, one, 
I am very much not a traditional law student as I have a three-year-old currently and when I started law school she was six months old so everything was a struggle as a matter of fact I took the LSAT and nine months pregnant while having crazy Braxton Hicks contractions I am not a traditional law student by any means also having to work the whole time going straight from school to work when I first started I was also working for this um company it's a virtual teaching company where I was teaching English to children in Asia online on their time so I was up at two o'clock in the morning teaching um three o'clock five o'clock just times where we supposed to be sleeping here in the United States (laughs) teaching other children to make ends meet to you know provide for my household and provide for my child And I would beat myself down so much. Well, why can't you do everything? Why can't you teach at two o'clock in the morning and then get up and read for class and then breastfeed and then go do this and then go to work? I was so hard on myself because it wasn't perfect. And even in the smallest situations, I have found myself just beating myself down for really what now I realize was nothing and was extremely unnecessary unnecessary and detrimental to myself. In situations and in relationships, I have always done the same thing. I always wanted to be the perfect girlfriend, the perfect partner. What do, but what does that mean? And by me doing that, I wasn't really understanding who I was as a partner, who I was as a girlfriend. It was just like this textbook perfect girlfriend that I had created, but she wasn't real. She wasn't really who I was. She was who I decided that I needed to be in order to be perfect. When I wouldn't get something, like if I go out for something and not get it, I, and of course, naturally, we are upset when we don't get things that we set out for because, you know, the goal was to get it. The goal was to achieve it. But when you don't achieve it, there's a difference between just being upset about it and sad for not getting it and beating yourself down because you didn't get it. Well, you, there you go. You messed up again. There you go. So stupid. You can't do anything right. You don't know how to do anything. You're just always struggling. You can't get it together. That's the kind of things that I would tell myself over and over and over again. So from there, I started to see my need to be perfect as something really, really, really bad. And at the end of the day, it was detrimental to me, but it was still a part of who I was. So it was a point where I needed to accept the fact that I struggle with needing, with the desire and the need to be perfect or what my definition of perfection is in every aspect of my life. And once I accepted that part of myself, I was able to deal with it a little bit more because perfectionism comes with many things. Obviously, your perfectionism looks like being extremely self-critical. Perfectionism looks like comparing yourself to others because they have 
what you feel like you should be accomplishing. Perfectionism looks like not knowing boundaries for yourself, not knowing when enough is enough and when it's time to just sit down, take a nap and just be instead of go, go, go perfectionist kind of toxic work hustle culture. And that's exactly how perfectionism manifested for me until I was able to look at it as not just a horrible demon on my back, but something that was a part of me. Accept it and acknowledge it so I could begin to heal from it. So from there, we're going to kind of transition into what radical self-love and self-acceptance looks like. There's a difference between self-acceptance and self-love and radical self-acceptance and self-love. Self-love and self-acceptance is generally, I accept myself. I accept you accepting and you're loving the things about yourself that you genuinely do love. Like, you know, those, those things that we, as we are moving forward and progressing as a community and as a unit and as a whole in this world, you know, we're starting to teach people to love their bodies regardless of what the size is, whether they have stretch marks, to love their hair, especially for black women, love their hair um, because for so long we were told that our natural hair and still are told at times that it wasn't beautiful or it looks like, you know, also telling people not to compare themselves to celebrities and, you know, you are who you are and you're beautiful aside from that. That is amazing. But what self-love and self-acceptance is looking where that's looking at more these are the things that I am willingly accepting about myself these are the things that I am willingly loving about myself radical self-acceptance and radical self-love is loving and accepting and acknowledging those things that aren't necessarily things that you just love and accept about yourself willingly It's accepting the things that you might consider negative about yourself or might consider things that, you know, aren't for other people to love, you know, like my, my perfectionism, somebody else is not going to look at me and say, oh, I love that you are a perfectionist to like, like you're this kind of perfectionist. Radical self-acceptance is for you. It's for, and self-love is for you to accept the things about yourself that are not surface level. So I'm going to give you some examples. I tend to become really emotional at times, especially with what goes on as I continue to watch the news, I continue to find myself frustrated. I get really, really emotional to the point where I almost have to stop myself from just going on a rant and just going off, you know, going off on everyone. And just, I just get in such a bad mood and I'm not 
trying to be in a bad mood and I'm not trying to spread on to like negative feelings and emotions to those that are around me. But when I'm feeling that way, and when I get that kind of upset, when I'm getting into that space, that's how I am. Like I get really emotional and I kind of just close myself off into this box. That is not something that I necessarily just, oh, I love that about myself. But I accept and I love the fact that that is who I am so that I can heal it. Okay, so I can send that love. So I can send that part of me that needs that love in those moments where I just feel helpless, where I just feel emotionally blocked off and closed to, I closed off to. I can send that part of me love. Once I can accept it, this is who I am. And that's and I love that about myself. So I'm going to send myself my love into where I need it. So I can begin to heal from it. Because when you don't acknowledge it, when you're just sitting here with these traits or these actions or behaviors that you may not, that you want to change about yourself, ignoring them and just putting so much, well, this is so bad that I always feel this way. And I can't stand that I react this way in this situation. And this behavior is just awful and I need to change it. That's just... That's not taking the action to heal it. That's just you bashing yourself because you're human and because you're not perfect, because you have flaws, because there is something about yourself that isn't necessarily something that everybody is going to love or everybody is going to accept right off the bat as not as much as you, you know, showing off your body you're in because you love your body. Of that, a lot of times will get support by the right people. But when you choose to accept and love yourself for even the things that you want to change, that is the difference. That is when you are able to radically love yourself, radically accept yourself, so that you can start that healing process. I'm going to say that again. That is when you start the healing process, when you are able to acknowledge it and not acknowledge it as this is so horrible. I'm not, this is stunting my growth. This is just not, this is it. This is something that I have going on in my life. This is something that is affecting me, but let me send it love. So let's see, let's go figure out, let's go visit it. Let's sit down with, let's say you have an issue with, ghosting people that you love for no reason and you know that that's not something that you like that's not something you feel like you should be doing but instead of beating yourself down about it like I always do this this is affecting my relationships like why do I do this why do I ghost people there's something wrong with me send yourself love I hear you I see you I understand that I do this but why do I do it? And forgive yourself for doing it. Forgive yourself for having those actions or having those behaviors that may not be completely aligned. Growing and healing is a process. 
There is never a time, and even me as a coach and helping people, there is never a time where there isn't something that I can grow from or that I can heal from. I am constantly healing. I am constantly looking for new parts of my life that need to change, need to be shown love so that I can grow and level up again. Your level, there's no cap at growth, mental, emotional, physical. There's no cap at growth. It's an endless, endless just stair stairway that never stops. You get tired. You might want to take a break. You might need to sit down a second. You might need to regroup. But those stairs are still going. You're still taking those steps up. And as you take those steps up, each stair is another thing that might be unhealed within you. But you can't heal those things until we acknowledge them. So right now, I am going to share with you a journal prompt that I would love for you to do. I'm going to share the journal prompt with you. And I'm also going to give you examples as to what I wrote. So if you're not more of, you're not really a writer, you don't like to write things down, another way and another I don't, another way to journal in a sense is like video journaling if you are comfortable. And obviously I'm not saying you, you need to share it with anybody. This is just for you. Record it on your phone. Just talk it out with yourself. And it's something that you can like save in a special folder. Um, I have one client that will save hers and like she calls it like life. I think it was like life action like action to action taking life playlist or something like that to where she puts all of these journaling videos into one folder so that she knows exactly where to go and be able to kind of reflect back and see the kind of thing just like you'd be able to do if you open up a book and open up your journal to look at every single time that you have written something. So here we go. Here is this prompt. I want you to think, what is unhealed within me that causes me to feel this way about myself? Again, what is unhealed within me that causes me to feel this way? A lot of times we have these monsters that are within us that we haven't dealt with. So I'm going to go back to that ghosting. If you can, if you tend to ghost people whenever just just randomly like you don't really understand why you do it or if you do understand why you do it you still don't like the fact that you do it that is coming from something that is unhealed within you like my perfectionism I have done this with my perfectionism what is unhealed with me that causes me to feel that I always have to be perfect I took a look into that and found who and what those monsters were. It was, a lot of it was how I was raised. It was, we all, we, we don't do anything but excellence here. And a lot of people can take that differently. I, I, I understand telling, you know, especially with me having a child, I understand, you know, 
you know, you want, you want your child to do the best they can. You want your child to produce great work and great work ethic, be a good person and all of that. But when you're, for me, constantly pushing excellence down my throat, like you need the perfect grades. If you don't do this, you're going to be perfect. You need, you're going to get in trouble. You don't get a certain grade, you're going to get in trouble. If you don't do this um, to this certain standard, you're going to get in trouble. So I, a lot of times felt like I couldn't just be my best. I had to be excellent. And as I got older, that stuck with me. And I had to go back and visit those conversations where, you know, that's not good enough or this isn't good enough or, you know, you, if you don't do this, then you are never going to get to where you need to be in life. You're never going to be successful. You aren't successful. You, you can't do it. Like all those things. Every single one of those statements and phrases that I just said was something that was said to me multiple times by different people throughout my life as I grew up. And that stuck with me. That was something that I felt that I really, really needed to do in my life was be perfect because then I engraved in myself that I wasn't doing, the that my best wasn't good enough. That me just simply trying what is actually my hardest was never going to be good enough. And all that did was tear me down. So let's, let's connect the dots, okay? Whatever that looks like for you, whether it's perfectionism, whether it's abandonment, whether it's ghosting people, whether it's flying off the handle... There is something unhealed within you that causes you to feel that way. But instead of beating yourself down for it about how, oh, I'm a horrible person. Oh, like what's wrong with me? Give yourself that love. Okay, this is something I fly off the handle too much. Okay, but I'm not, that doesn't mean I'm a bad person. I'm still a good person. And I love myself for what I've had to go through. But it's time to heal this. It's time to figure out why this is something that I am dealing with. So with that, a way to continue to check in with yourself in these situations. So I do want you to do this journal prompt. What is unhealed with me that causes me to feel this way? I also want you to start checking in with yourself when you're feeling these emotions. So when that trigger of, I just flew off the handle, or I just, I'm having another episode of feeling like I have to be a per- be perfect. I'm having another episode uh, or situation where I'm feeling so anxious around going out in public or going and talking to somebody or I'm feeling anxious about my job security and all that kind of thing. All of that stems from something else. Everything. There's always some underlying reason why you feel the way you feel. You might just not know it yet. So there are three, here are three ways to check in with yourself. You don't have to do this every day, but 
it is necessary to do it as often as possible to just keep trying to make sure that you are you're good and that you know exactly how you're feeling and you know exactly what is going on with you because if you don't know what's going on with you there's nothing you can really do about it and we always say check in with yourself check in with yourself make sure you're okay but a lot of people are like well how the hell do I do that how do I check in with myself? Do I just ask myself, hey, self, what you doing? Like, no, you have to figure that out. So here we go. Number one, this is the first question you can ask yourself. How am I feeling in this moment? Number two, what do I need to give myself right now? So that means like rest mainly. It's whatever you need. Do I need rest? Do I need to go journal? Do I need to go outside? Do I need to call a friend? It shouldn't be something that is triggering to you or will bring more anxious and stressful feelings to you. It needs to be something that brings you joy and feels relaxing to you. And number three, is there anything taking up too much of my energy? So this is the point where you look at your life. It could be a job that no longer serves you. It can be a friend. It can be a family member. It can be a new boundary that you need to set. It could be you just giving too much energy to something because you can't let go or something like that, whatever it might be. These three questions are questions that will help you determine where you are at when checking in with yourself. The bigger work, that's just a small There's bigger work that can be done, but that is a small tool as a starting and a starting point and a stepping stone to be able to understand how you are feeling and what you are doing and where you are mentally and emotionally on that particular day, week, or in that particular situation. So if you need, I I know if you didn't get a chance to write that down, that is 100% okay. I have released a checking in checklist that includes these questions for you to download so you can always have, you can print it out, you can also just take them and use them and write them out if you want to, or you can just ask yourself the questions whenever you feel like you need it. If you visit my Instagram at Ashley Crittenden underscore XO and click the link in my bio, the first thing that pops up will say checking in checklist and you can go there to download it and use it whenever you need to. This is how you can check in with yourself. So if you've always wondered, how do I check in with myself? This is how you do it. So as we continue through talking about our perfectionism and radical self-love and acceptance to begin the healing process, I want to leave you with three affirmations. My best is absolutely good enough. My best is absolutely good enough. Even the things that need work deserve love even the things that do not work deserve love I am constantly healing and growing I am constantly 
healing, and growing. That last one is super important. Like I said, those stair steps. Every single step is something else that needs to be healed. Something else. And every time you take another step, you're constantly healing. You're constantly growing. And you're on that staircase to that aligned life. Just keep going. Keep pushing through it. And it doesn't ever, ever end. If you are looking for guidance to help you on that journey, please take a look in my bio, same place, and book a real talk session with me. In those real talk sessions, we will start to, I I will be able to understand what are the things that are blocking you? What are those things that are unhealed so that we can find the perfect way for you or the best way for you to do that because everyone is different. The same techniques do not work for everybody, but that talk will be able to allow me to see if we are a good fit for each other and if I am the person to help you going forward as you climb those stair steps to alignment. As always, thank you so much for listening to the A Word podcast. Give me some love, share it, email me, DM me, whatever you feel called to do. And I hope you have a great day, you beautiful, beautiful people.